The Anton Savage Show on News Talk. Now, my next guest is none other than tech guru for News Talk, Jess Kelly. How's it going, Jess? I'm Great very to see excited you. to talk to you. Well, listen, well, this is my first time doing this kind of thing. You know? And you're flying it. And you're my friend for many years, exactly. aren't we? Exactly. You know, I remember all those years ago in News Talk, isn't it? Great, you know. Look at us now. And look at you, exactly. Now, as you know, this weekend in the cinema, mm-hmm. there's Oppenheimer, there's Barbie. Mm-hmm. Have you seen them yet? I haven't, but I'm reading the book about Oppenheimer, which is fascinating. Well, he's a fascinating guy, isn't he? It's very interesting. You know, anyway, all this cinema stuff, I guess what's happening, there is strikes mm. actors are on strike aren't they and it's all about dare I mention it AI there's so many aspects to it people have this vision of what AI is they think that it's just robots coming for our jobs and maybe in the actor's case that could be it but there's also the great benefit to it same with you when you're talking about all your sciencey bits people could get scared or they can embrace it yeah you got to embrace it haven't you oh, yeah. did you know Socrates when handwriting was invented mm. Socrates was against it he thought that would stop students thinking so every time a new technology as you know comes along there's fears isn't there it happens all the Time. But it's everywhere. All these worries about AI. We can't stop talking about it, can we? Really? But you're not worried, are you? What are your worries? Let's start. With I that. don't know, to be honest. Like I think, from the actor's point of view, I understand. So one of the big concerns here is that they could be replaced by artificial intelligence. I read a story earlier in the week that said if you're an extra in a film normally you get a few bob you get to hang around on a set and it's a great way to kind of get the experience get your air miles and then hopefully break into the industry but now there's talk of you as an extra getting paid 200 quid a day and they scan your body and then they can put you into any movie they want so you're handing over your rights for 200 quid and you could be implemented anywhere so that is scary then you've got the heavy hitters like Brian Cox and Susan Sarandon coming out saying well hang on a second just because they can do this doesn't mean you're going to get the same level of, of performance. So if you scan me and if you use an AI model of my voice, are you going to get the same level of emotion? Like one of the best things about Succession was how Brian Cox said the F word. Will the AI be able to say it with such yeah. like vitriol and hate and passion? I don't know the answer, but I completely understand and empathise with their concerns. And they've spotted this, have they, just basically? Is it the unions are saying, like, hang on a minute, you know, our, our, our occupation's on the threat here. Yeah. We might be out of a job or get paid less. Is this, that's what's driving all this anxiety, I guess. Yeah. Now, so again, I understand and I'm empathetic. However, there are many other industries that are going to be disrupted far more quickly by artificial intelligence than the world of acting. Like, I don't. I can't imagine Tom Cruise losing a night's sleep over all of this. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. But I can imagine people who work in very admin-heavy roles or in in areas where you know there's a lot of repetitive work. All of those things can be automated and yeah. they can be superseded with the application of artificial intelligence. So I don't know. Look, I'm not going to be flippant about it. Again, understand there is definitely an issue here. But I don't think it's going to happen overnight. We've seen applications of AI in movies and TV being used very well. Have you seen Sopranos? Yeah. yeah. You know when the mother dies in real life, Olivia? In the later seasons, uh, they hadn't written her out of the show. So they used CGI to try and input, like put her into scenes. Ah. It's appalling. It looks so bad. You You may as well have had one of the dinosaurs from Jurassic Park in the living room with Tony. Like it is so bad and uncomfortable. But it's been around for a while. But the thing I want to get your take on, right, is the ethical question around it all. Yeah. Who has, so say in, in that example of Sopranos, when somebody passes away, who owns the rights to your face and to your voice and to your persona in terms of you're dead, you're gone, but you signed a contract to appear in all 12 seasons or whatever number of seasons on this. Yeah. 
Yeah, and then they own you kind of thing, don't they? Yeah. What happens there? Yeah, I know. It's bit, the ethical thing is very... And the intellectual property thing. Like, surely you own your own voice and your own image. And if people use it without your permission or without yeah. you getting a royalty, is that what the issue is in a sense? In I words? think the royalty thing is definitely one aspect of it. But the, the using without consent is massive. Like deep fakes. I don't know if you've seen some of the very yeah. convincing deep fakes that go around. And as we approach another US presidential election, I think this is going to be a massive issue. Because I played around with them. I did one on Off the Ball a few weeks back of Adrian Barry. And it was only a jokey thing, but Adrian was freaked out about it because I had him saying stuff that he wouldn't normally say. And so if I can do that, spending 15 minutes on my laptop being a brat. It's terrifying. Imagine what someone with an agenda could could get out there. If any of the listeners knew, we are actually AI bots, aren't we? Just you and me talking now. I I can neither (laughs) confirm nor deny. Thank you for your question. Please ask again later. Well, Well, here's my other question that I've read about this. So is it true that they could take every movie Tom Cruise has been in, say, for example, mm. and use AI now to put him into a brand new movie with a brand new script and him saying things and acting new scenes and all kinds of things, and you wouldn't even be able to spot the difference. So yeah. what gets me is, will we notice this? Will we spot AIs being used or not? Now, I suspect we won't be able to spot it. Will no. We? Because it'll get so sophisticated that you could well be looking at a Tom Cruise in the future. You know, He didn't actually act in that movie in no. real life at all. It just simply was created from his previous movies in a kind of a hodgepodge kind of way. You know? And this is the big concern is that, you know, you know the way people always say, well, seeing is believing. That's not going to be the case anymore. No. You have to second and triple guess every single thing that you see. Yeah. I was actually reading during the week, uh, the next uh, version of the iOS, the Apple operating system on your phone, iOS 17, is going to have a thing, I think it's called True Voice. So I can put in 15 minutes of my voice and then it'll learn it right. and I'll be able to send you voice memos that aren't actually me. Oh, Lord, yeah. You know what I mean? It's scary. <laughs> but it's becoming more break, like it's becoming more digestible in the same way that, you know, uh, I suppose contactless technology became more understandable to the average consumer when they were able to go in to the local supermarket and tap their card. They don't don't need to understand the the mechanics and the science and the technology involved in how it happens. They just know they have a piece of plastic they tap it on the machine and it works. Yeah. And I think, you know, this type of technology is going to get normalised, but there needs to be rules and transparency. Your yeah. man behind OpenAI, which is the company that owns uh, ChatGPT, was before uh, the Senate committee in the US a few weeks back. And he was all but on his knees begging for regulation. For regulation is the key thing, isn't it? Yeah. It's a huge thing. Yeah. Like if I go now, if I open Google Bard or ChatGPT and I ask it, I feed in one of your lectures. Say if I'd been into in one of your lectures and I'd taken down every single word you said and I fed it in. And what if I wrote, you know, write a 40-minute lecture in the style of Luke O'Neill about whatever topic? And it would do it. it would and do it, it would have yeah. your little, you know, we all have little phrases and crutches know, that we use. Yeah. It would absolutely have them in there. Well, well, my lab made fun of me recently. Just one of the guys was leaving my lab to mm. go and do a postdoc in Switzerland. Alex is his name. He gave me as my gift a poster with all my phrases. Like I'll often say, that's very, very interesting. You did you say know? that. You and you did you say, you see? You, you see, see all is the time. Luke? You see, yeah. you see. I know. And I go, oh, for God's sake, am I that predictable? You know, yeah. I probably have about 20 phrases that I use in the lab anyway, over and over again. Yeah. yeah. One, one of my other ones is, this experiment could break your heart because it mightn't work. You know? So he made fun of me. How dare he? You know? You're like you're just prime for an AIing. That's I what that's, that's it. You're that's like that's exhibit that's, that's A. The shocking that's truth, it. Though, isn't it? But give me your bottom line, Jess. I mean, I, so this strike will work, will it? I presume they're going to get some kind of agreements about this in terms of protection of of, of their own image, or whatever it might be. Same with the script writers, because yes. they're worrying, aren't they, about AI writing scripts now? Mm-hmm. Is this the start of this? I think so, it's the start. Yeah, I, I don't think they're going to get a conclusion. Like whatever is agreed now, I would 
bet my bottom dollar that we're going to see this again in two to five years because the technology yeah. will have evolved so much. And, and other, other professions as well, I imagine, will look for protections or guarantees to protect them, will they, in a way? A bit like Luddites in a kind of a strange way. In other yeah, words, you know. but like it, it's, it's, it's going to be a seesaw of trying to balance embracing the benefits of it so again, if you're an actor and you don't want to do a voiceover out of a retake that you've shot 17 times just because the sound wasn't perfect, absolutely bang the AI in there. Yeah. So you, you, it's going to be that really tricky thing of embracing the technology but protecting your industry. Yeah, so it could be a good thing. You think overall, possibly in the end, couldn't it, in a sense? I think the, smartest, the grunt work out of it, possibly, yeah, as we say. I think say. the smartest but, people are going to embrace the beneficial elements. Yeah. Uh, but I don't think we're going to have a set in stone forever resolution at the end of this. Right, but you're optimistic are you, about the future of this. You're always, always optimistic. Always an optimist. Yeah, you know that. Like myself. Exactly. <laughs> Jess, now there's this digital will business that I want yeah. to talk about too that spooks me out, I must say. So what's going on with that? Well, it's part of this in terms of we all have digital lives as well as our actual lives. But what happens when we die. So whether it is your iTunes account, your Twitter account, if you are somebody like yourself, like your all of your lectures over the years, who then gets to pass on your wisdom? Who gets to replay my wonderful show Tech Talk? You know, who owns the rights to the, the content that's out there? And now that this technology is potentially there that can carry on our legacy, not only are, I suppose philosophical approach to things but our physical beings to a certain extent should we be making digital wills to say I consent to news talk using my voice until 2075 or whatever it is it's complicated I mean during the pandemic we all recorded our lectures remember to to broadcast them to the students all my lectures are now online kind of Mm. does that mean they could use those forever is your question without my permission maybe is it yeah I guess in my contract with Trinity I am supposed to be a lecturer and give lectures I guess you know so therefore they might have the right to use me beyond the grave the terrifying thought that might seem to be but they use that, feed it into an AI and get you to give a lecture on how great Barbie is and what it means yeah, for the modern feminist. You, you know what I mean? strange. People would see through that. <laughs> I don't think they would. Knowing you, I, it wouldn't surprise me if that was something that you did. But it, it's that it's that question of, like, we're no longer just one type of being. Yeah, yeah. And there's so there's much of ourselves reality. out there. Yeah. There's this thing now where people can create, they're called dead bots, which I don't like. But if you have voicemails or if you have voice notes from relatives or friends who've passed away, again, you can feed it into these dead bots. This sounds very weird, doesn't it? And you can have a conversation conversation with someone who's dead. And he uses the turns of phrase. Have you seen that film About Time with Donald Gleeson? It dehydrated me. I cried so much. It's so upsetting. He basically comes back and has come. It's I can't even talk about it. It's going to upset me. But it's that notion of re-engaging with somebody after they yeah. pass. That's the sad part, isn't it? I guess because bereave the bereavement process and loved ones. It who can't be healthy. Kind of like, no, it can't be healthy. But yeah. I do think so. If you're watching the Hollywood strike and you're wondering how does this possibly impact me, yeah. it kind of does because there, as I said a second ago, there's so much of ourselves from our physical appearance and photographs, video content, voice notes, voicemail all of that sort of stuff out there. Does it mean we may never die in a strange way? Can you imagine if after you die you can create an avatar, right? Mm-hmm. Or some kind of robotic system that's you and now you walk into the room as a robot and start... It, it, it sounds terrifying, doesn't it? But it's that's not beyond the bounds of possibility, is it? Possibly. No, know? but this is why I think you need to have 
like scientists around a table, you need to have ethicists around yeah. the table, you need to have technologists and you need to have average people to debate yeah. these things. That's right. Because the question would be, well, what's the point? And is it good for humanity as a whole if the same four million of us are still, still floating there. around yeah. Ireland in the virtual world yeah, down the line? Yes. But, I, but I would like to meet you. If, let's say, you know, sadly you were to pass away. <laughs> I hate what to say a lovely it. vision for a Saturday morning. Thanks so much, <laughs> if Chicken. If you came in as a robot, we could have a great conversation. You probably wouldn't notice any difference. A lot of people say that I'm quite robotic when it comes to my emotions. So, you know, that's fair enough. Very good, Jess. Thank you very much indeed for those words of wisdom as ever. Thank you. The Anton Savage Show, Saturday morning at nine on News Talk.